So, Mariah, imagine this. We start we start a podcast, and on it, we just read gay fanfic. Actually, can we? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Please, I have no job. And, like, that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, folks. Um, so, like, my name is Shea. Oh, I should mute my phone. Sorry about that. My name is Shea, <laughs> or Niles, or whatever you want to call me. Actually, don't just call me whatever you want. I'll, I might hate your guts. But I use they, them pronouns primarily, and I probably should stop saying it like that. I feel like I'm giving people permission to just have fun with my name and my pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I use they, them pronouns. And uh, Mariah, what's your name? Mariah. <laughs> I use she, her pronouns. Do-do. Today is chapter eight of our friend Chris's fan fiction titled Armorium, a fan, a, an amnesia fan fiction about Jade and Kit from Willow. If you're listening to this and you and you don't already know that, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know why I'm over-explaining it right now. <laughs> but that's what we're doing. So If you're listening to our Willow episode and you've never seen Willow, why are you here? Yeah, so go on. <laughs> yeah, and again, if you want to read I mean, along you're welcome. with us. You're welcome, but like... Go on Archive of Our Own. Search up Armorium. Search up... I don't know how to say her username. R-O-C-H-K-E-11. Or Commander Buffy on Tumblr. She writes... Several good tanthomorphics, and that's what we're reading right now. I just felt like giving that shout out again because we haven't like said all that in a minute. I don't know. We gotta do our how was your week? Oh, I was on vacation this week, and I haven't done much. I washed a lot of dishes, did a lot of chores, tried to relax. But there's something I don't know if people will relate to this, but there's something like when you don't have a lot on your plate, it can make things really weird and foggy. <laughs> It can make you feel more tired and like sad because you're just like yeah me for the last have nothing year. to distract yourself yeah sorry <laughs> unemployment sucks <laughs> so it's been actually kind of a weird week but the week is already almost over because it's Friday as we record this so way too close to when we're supposed to be uploading but it's getting rough out here it's hard not to feel discouraged sometimes but we wanna we wanna keep doing this podcast even if it doesn't make a lot of sense. I know there's at least a few of you out there who do, like, enjoy and appreciate it, and we appreciate you. So thank you for your kind comments recently. We got a few nice tweets recently, and, like, it's been fun. We did our first, like, actual successful live stream yesterday, but, I mean, there was only two people there consistently for it. <laughs> four at cap, right? Like, four at most. Yeah. But we had some fun. We read one of uh, Bia's fix and goofed off and cooked pumpkin muffins, baked pumpkin muffins, so... <laughs> Join us next time, folks. Get, let's get some more viewers, and you guys can you guys can tell us what to read and hang out with us. What the hell? They just broke in. This dog just broke into our house. <laughs> as long as he stays quiet. Oh, there's something stuck to his foot. He's he was, okay. He's he, It's just a leaf. He was looking at he's it. He's literally okay. Okay, he's okay. Oh, confused. <laughs> okay, chapter eight. Here's the summary: some sparring, some hurt slash comfort, some flashbacks, etc. Wait, I'm hoping this is where we're gonna get our first like Kit getting a memory or something. Oh yeah, I'll say we left off where Kit was like, "Tell me more about her," and Jade's like, "You mean you, bitch?" And Kit was like, "Yeah, tell me more about me." One year ago, Jade adjusts the heavy duffel on her shoulder, the strap digging in almost painfully. She climbs the steps off the subway and walks the remaining three blocks to the building where Sorcha Tantalus resides. She waves to Allagash, the doorman, who lets her inside. And Jade sends a text. Hey, I'm downstairs with some of Kit's stuff. Kit has been out of the hospital for nearly a month, but Jade had only been able to pull together a bag full of essentials for her. Basic clothing, her favorite books, and even a blanket Kit's paternal grandmother had made for her. Oh, coming down now, Eric replies. Eric arrives in the lobby after only five minutes of waiting. I didn't realize you were bringing stuff over today, he says. Figured I might as well. I needed to eventually. How is she today? In the months since Kit left the hospital for her mother's apartment, Jade had been getting fewer and fewer updates on Kit. There, there weren't the same daily doctor's appointments, and Eric had become more of a point of contact than Sorsha. Better every day, Eric says. She's still struggling, gets frustrated when we don't, won't tell her about the past five years, but she's adjusting, I think. Have the doctors given any, any new kind of indication on 
Wemmy can start introducing her to small things she's forgotten. Jade uses we whenever talking about Kit's treatment plan, if only to feel as if she belongs in Kit's life. I know she's a far cry from coming home, but what's the latest? Jade. Eric hedges. And she can read him nearly as well as she can read his sister. He's nervous. There is no plan. They say it's not worth the risk. They're worried about risking an aneurysm or even a stress-induced stroke or heart attack. She barely survives the accident. We don't want to risk her. Right? Oh. It's the only word Jade can manage. Until that moment, it hadn't actually processed the fact that Kit might never return home. That she might never get to see her again. Things might change, Eric adds. Always trying to play peacemaker, even when there is no real peace to be made. We don't know what might happen. And I know I'm a poor substitute, but I want to still be here for you. Not just to share how Kit's doing, but for you. Because, well, I mean, you're my sister too. In ways that matter. In the ways that matter. In the ways that matter. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it for a sec. Okay. Jade nods. But the word comes out hollow as her world crashes around her again. I... I gotta go. Jade, wait. But she doesn't wait. (laughs) Instead, she runs all the way home. She ran, runs all the way. I wonder how far that run is. She doesn't even realize until she's back inside the gym that she never gave the bag over to Eric. The bag that dug so deep into her shoulder that it broke skin. Le- left blood to spill over. But she doesn't care. So she ran all the way home with that with that duffel bag. Digging into her shoulder. She never even gave it to him. Heavy as fuck. How far of a run was that? She's bleeding. In the months that follow, Jade learns that she can actually relate to Twilight's Bella Swan. The world seems to move past her, but all Jade sees is darkness. She lets her sister and a future brother-in-law take on the bulk of the mental load of Armorium. She drowns herself in clients, spending hours each day working out to avoid the trap that is her brain, to avoid returning home until she has to, so that when she does go home, it's only to go straight to bed, no lingering in rooms that can only ever now be half empty. She wakes screaming more nights than not, reaching out across the bed for comfort, only to clutch cold, empty sheets instead of the calming embrace of her lover. It was literally Bella. When Edward leaves her, is exactly what happened. Oh, really? See, that's, remember, why, that's why she opened up that, yeah. where she's sitting on the couch and it goes in a circle and, like, the seasons are passing or whatever, the days are passing, and she's, like, she, and it's, like, to say that she just sits there for, like, several days, basically, and then, like, every night she's sleeping, she wakes up, like, ah! She's like Katniss every day, like screaming in her sleep. Is that what, yeah, I was about to say, I feel like I'm reading Mockingjay right now. It's like Katniss's fucking depression. She learns the signs and how to manage her breathing. The nightmares fade to only a couple of nights a week, and she slowly returns to life with the help of medication. She still feels empty each day, but at least she can look to the next with a plan and embrace it. Looking much past the next day, though, Jay doesn't think she'll ever be able to do that again. She's really one day at a time, huh? <laughs> now we're back to the present. Kit hoards the stories that Jade tells her like a dragon, storing each one like it's precious gold. They skirt around the us of it all as Jade tells the stories in a very matter-of-fact way. It seems like Jade avoids any stories that would come across as too relationship-focused. Kit wants to know those stories too, but she's fine with waiting. She doesn't know how to approach their relationship aspect. She doesn't know how to reconcile that the other version of her, the old her, had this full, clearly loving life that Kit hadn't been expecting. Kit focuses on what she's learning. Spends days avoiding her phone and the media, playing video games, going on walks, and surreptitiously, surreptitiously watching Jade train others when she doesn't realize Kit is in the gym. Spending her evenings listening to Jade wax poetic on the missing years. Kit ignores the missed calls and texts from her mom and brother. There's only one message she reads over and over. The single text message she received from Alora receives the morning she was in Disney. Kit doesn't know what to make of it. She's staring at the message when her phone rings. She answers on instinct, not thinking about it. Hello? Kit, it's Eric's voice. Please don't hang up on me. <laughs> Please. Please, I'm begging. Kit's stomach hollows at the sound of her twin's voice. The voice she knows better than anyone else's in the world. Better than her own. The one person who she was supposed to have in her corner. No questions asked. Forever. I'm really fucking pissed at you. <laughs> I know. We should talk. Can we talk? In person. I feel like that would be better. I'm not ready to talk to you. Okay. He sounds dejected. Are you... are you okay? No, Kit bites back. As I said, I'm pissed at you, and I don't think I'll ever be okay. Just... just give me space. I'll let you know when I'm ready to talk. She hangs up on him before he can respond. Poor Eric. (laughs) Genuinely, like, poor Eric. (laughs) 
Later that day, Kit descends the stairs to the gym. She wears an old pair of basketball shorts and a loose-fitting armorium tee. Scorpia notices Kit first, Jade busy working with a handful of middle schoolers by the archery lanes. Borman nowhere to be seen. Kids with archery genuinely is scary to me. Like, <laughs> when we did that at camp, like, I worked at a camp where I had to, like, and it wasn't like they were, like, really sharp arrows or something, but it was still, like, if someone shot that arrow at you with, like, the full... You know, they pulled the, that string back and they shot that at you. It would, it would fully puncture you. You know what I'm talking about? So that that shit, that, that shit was actually kind of scary because you yeah. never know. You never know. People, oh, we had that, like, strict rule, you know, you, you never pull it back. You never point it anywhere but in the lanes. Like, you know, never point it at a person. But kids think it's funny to do that kind of shit. So I was always so scared when there was, like, when when there was groups of people coming there. I was like... I'm gonna someone's gonna get hurt and then I'm gonna witness it and it's gonna be terrible so that's the thing about this situation like the whole setup of their gym is like so risky <laughs> like it's like these special sports that are so dangerous you got swords and arrows you probably have to pass a test to even use them well yeah I know they start they start with like foam swords and stuff like that like they mentioned like things like that that yeah. aren't dangerous but the fact that they even have like metal blades anywhere you know to be <laughs> slicing and dicing um like that's something I, I couldn't even handle the stress of just like the possibility and now like jade has experienced some possibility and she's still continuing to surround herself with that every day like that's the thing i'm like that would tr- i feel like that would trigger the ptsd so bad like it's why laura doesn't show up there i don't know how jade is actually coping the way that she is and continuing to work there I feel like if it were me, I would have been like, yeah, I have to, like, sell this business now or, like, I have to, I have to close, I have to shut this shit down, you know? I wouldn't be able to continue that. Anyway. You look... Scorpia gives Kit a once-over. You look like you. Like, less like one of those Lululemon models who could lift a weight to, who couldn't lift a weight to save their life like you did when you first came back here. Kit opens her mouth to mouth a retort, but Scorpia was right. Fair. And thanks, I think. You're even getting some getting some definition in your arms. <laughs> she pokes at Kit's arms that still feel weak, especially after seeing photos of her former self, a girl who was visibly strong. I want to come back to work, Kit says. It was an impulsive idea that she'd had better that she'd had after talking to Eric on the phone. What better way to try and find her way back to her former life than to return to her old job? Not teaching, obviously, since I kinda need to be taught everything again, but I can't imagine Borman enjoys working reception. He enjoys it just fine. He's terrible at it. He's much more suited to physical tasks. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Kid said gross, but so did me. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Wait, why? Because she's like, he's much more suited to physical tasks. She's like being suggestive. It's not gross. It's Borman. Not taking it back, Scorpio says. <laughs> it's not gross. It's Borman. <laughs> I don't need to know about what they're up to. Kit, <laughs> did you say I do? Yeah. <laughs> Kit. At the sound of Jade's voice, Kit turns around. The redhead has just returned to the middle schoolers to their parents and jogs over to where Kit and Scorpia stand. Kit watches as Jade stumbles slightly, eyes breaking over Kit's body. You look. A bright, genuine smile falls across her face. You look really at home in those clothes. Kit, hel- Kit can't. <sighs> Kick? <laughs> Kit can't the help. Rap where people get groomed by older men. So let's not talk about that <laughs> right now. Kit can't help but mirror Jade's smile because in only a few words she's pulled forward exactly how Kit had been feeling. For a year, Kit had felt caged by the clothing her mother had picked out for her, but Kit felt at home in what she found in the closet upstairs. Damn, like the way her—I guess her mom does truly does not know Kit at all. Like the way she was dressing her. Like, that's, <laughs> that's so relatable. <laughs> well, not that, like, mom obviously ever controlled my, my clothing fully yeah. necessarily, but, but then, again, she kind of did. Like, yeah. I always think about, like, my senior photos, which are lost somewhere. Like, I feel like at this point, Emily, Emily's, like, buried that shit never to be revealed because, but anyway, yeah, I, like, wore these, like, blouses and shit that my mom picked out for me, and I remember when we went shopping for those clothes because, like, I was trying to, like, pick out these, like, button-ups and things like that. And my mom was like, okay, well, maybe we can do that. But, like, she's, like, trying to, like, barter with me. She's like, let's do this. And she picks, like, three ugly-ass blouses and, like, girly, just very girly looks that I was not, did not like. 
I was just talking to Scorpio about relieving Borman of his reception duties. They all look over to the reception desk that Borman has mysteriously returned to. He's like, I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> yeah, he's like claiming it. He's like, why do you think I, what is going on here? I think that's a great she's idea. Trying to steal his job. She's trying to. She's trying. She's making him unemployed. <laughs> oh my god! Don't even use that word around me. I'm anymore. so sorry. Please, I have no job. I think that's a great idea. Jay yeah, well, said. I'm like, that's what Borman says. I like titled it as my as the podcast name. But I can't even handle thinking about it. That's why I don't want to do the podcast. This is know. your job. I think yeah. that's a great idea. Jade says. I think he can cover yeah. it for another yeah, hour, though. Do you want to spar? They haven't sparred since Kit found her phone in Jade's office desk drawer. She nods enthusiastically and artfully spins the practice war that Jade hands her. Kit's muscles move on instincts, blocking and parrying, dancing with the girl mirrored by their clashing blades. She may not know the names of all the moves she does. She may struggle to hold the sword upright for the full hour, but it's truly a wonder that Kit doesn't figure it out earlier. Sparring. Sparring with Jade, it feels as natural as breathing. They come to a stopping point. When Kit grows sloppy. No reason to overdo it, Jade says. She takes Kit's sword from her, their fingers brushing with a spark of electricity. Damn. Kit, I always say, damn. But it's so, <laughs> the spark of electricity. They can't even touch each other. It's like, it's so electric. Kit looks around them and takes in the sight of the gym. Their gym. She whips her head around at the sound of rumbling out in the street. Here, oh no, this is the part I keep, I, I told Mariah about this scene before we ever read Armorium. Like, before we ever knew we were doing the podcast, I told her about this scene. Kit looks around them and takes in the side of the gym. Their gym. She whips her head around at the sound of rumbling out on the street. A large cement truck rolls by, shaking the building slightly. The, she steps under the overhang where one blue and one red-hilted claymore sword hang, crossed. The swords rattle together, then they drop right above Kit. Kit jumps out of the way and lets out a few, then... That was close, huh? She turns to face Jade, only to see the other girl pale. Her hands grow slack, and the practice swords fall away from her. Kit is frozen for an extended period of time. Jade, did I say Jade or Kit? Jade is frozen for an extended period of time, staring at Kit. Then, she starts to shake, an almost violent shake. She mutters under her breath, No, 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 no. It's only then that Kit process, processes what happened, how she'd almost gotten injured again, and this time in front of Jade. Like, I was so shocked the first time I read this. I had to immediately tell her. I was like, I had to, like, give her some context. But, like, there's this fic, okay? And tell her about it. Because I was like, the fact that this has happened before. And they're just, like, all chilling. And a fucking cement truck drives by. And the building shakes. And she literally has to jump out of the way. It it dropped in front of her. She had to jump out of the way. And she's just like, huh, close one, huh? Like, why, why are they still up on the wall? That's my biggest question. Why do you have swords hanging up on the wall when you've had swords fall off the wall before? That is so batshit. <laughs> but also, like, just fucking hilarious, especially because of the way that it's just like, here comes the cement truck, and it's they fall that easily. The wall shake a little bit. The fucking cement truck drives by, and Kit almost gets sliced and diced again. Again? It's like the universe is like, please just let us kill this bitch. Like, please, we want, to, we want her to die by sword. Kit was always destined to die by sword. Oh my god, why would you even say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you're right. I'm like manifesting what's gonna happen when in like the show now. <laughs> it's not, not they're not gonna do that. It's Disney. It's Lucasfilm. But um Don't people die in Disney movies all the time? Yeah, but then they come back. No. It's like how Eric was supposed to die at the end of the first season, but they're like, we can save him with the power of love. And they and then they save him. You know, the they're not going to kill kids. This is only the first season, but the end of the last season, they always kill somebody. <laughs> it's not going to be kids. They're not going to kill the lesbian princess. That would be... They would get in so much trouble for that. Um, uh, anyway. Would they? Mariah was too distracted on her phone because she should have been laughing and reacting to that with me because that is so ridiculous. That is just... I don't want to say ridiculous. It's just so... I was, it's flabberg- I was flabbergasted reading that. She had to jump away. Why is it... what Girl, why is that on the wall? Jade is a masochist. Yeah, Her whole job is triggering on? and violently wait, dangerous. So wait, yeah, what the hell? Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, now you're, now <laughs> you're reacting to it? Wait, 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 wait. The sword fell again, the same one. 
Yeah, and she had to jump. What the hell? She had to jump out of the way. She's like, huh, close one, huh? And now Jade's having a panic attack. Of course she is. But like, girl, you set yourself up. Why are those blades up on the ceiling? And then Kit's standing by them. Sorry, I got distracted because Tara Strong is like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to even talk about that. Yeah, but I just, um, but like, like, okay, wait, wait. (laughs) So this thing is not secure if falls apparently well, not because the cement truck fucking nearly kills your girlfriend sort of fiance or whatever not once but twice hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm starting at the beginning okay almost kills her she literally gets severely injured she has amnesia she forgets the last five years she forgets you your relationship over okay what do you do you're like i guess i gotta hang this thing back up what this thing almost killed her you and you hung that shit back up. Because I'm pretty sure it is the same object. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. This shit almost killed... You hung it back... I get that she has, like, a... Like, those sort of swords are, like, symbolic of them. Like, the red-hilted and blue-hilted swords are symbolic of them. Then put them in, like, a case. But now they almost killed your girlfriend. They sliced like, and diced her. Like, put them in a glass case, then hang it back up or something. You know what I mean? So if it falls... Glass... <laughs> okay, okay. Like those, well, like, clearly the point is that it wasn't secure. Glass, right? You either make sure that shit is never coming off that wall again. Yeah, yeah. Or you mean. just don't put them back up there. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Too bad, so sad. Just don't do the same thing. Like, it really feels to me like it was just casually just, like, picked back or up and like, back up. Or, like, even just, like, sheath the swords. That would be helpful, too. Maybe yeah, do a little bit less is. dangerous. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, so that they're not just open yeah, blade. Do that. Yeah, just like just raw blades, and they're waiting to slice someone. But no, that's the insane thing is that they're just chilling, and a cement truck rolls by, and then Kid is just so casual. Close one, huh? I've told you about this before. Close one, huh? (laughs) That was the first thing you ever, the first thing you ever learned about this fake before the podcast even existed. Was that this happened because I was so flabbergasted by it. Okay, um, why am I yelling? Yeah, why are you? I was like screaming just now. Yeah, that was rude. Wait, pause. Okay, pause. I need to process this. Hold on. I'm fairly back for not paying attention, but I just... I was paying attention, and then I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what happened there. Just one of those, one of those days, one of those things. It happens to all the best of us. We get distracted. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, you do while I'm talking to you all the time. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear half the shit I say. No, I don't. Half the shit I say goes into the abyss when I say it the to abyss you. Into oblivion. To never be understood or heard from anybody. Yep. <laughs> and you know how that makes me feel? It makes me feel crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. And I think... It's tragic. It is. This isn't a joke. Stop doing this to me. <laughs> anyway, that's to turn this on you. <laughs> yeah, you should. Because... You should, you should, uh... Should what's what? the word? Just flagellate me in front of everyone. Oh. Well, no, because apparently I'm, I'm abusing you, so... Yeah, guys, we had a poll on Twitter about, after our last episode, about who was the one being abused, and apparently the people spoke. Yeah. I am the one being abused. You guys don't know what happens behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, the, when the mic when turns the car- off. When the mic turns off, I'm getting the, the end of... Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. When the mic turns off, the bitch comes out and, and it's not- Mariah suffers. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so that just happened and, like, Jay's starting to have a panic attack and Kit's only just starting to realize that it's happening. Out of the corner of her eye, Kit sees Scorpio rushing towards them, but she returns her focus to the girl shaking in front of her. Jade's eyes dart back and forth, unfocused, almost unseeing. Jade, it's okay, Kit says, too loudly, she thinks. She rushes, she rushes to Jade's side. Jade sinks to the ground in a heap as she doesn't have the capacity to keep standing, her body more focused on shaking and breathing quick breaths, hyperventilating. Kit immediately drops to the floor beside Jade, wincing as her knees hit hard on the ground. The sound seems to widen the fear in Jade's eyes. She must be having a panic attack, Kit realizes. Kit lines their right thighs together so that she's facing Jade and gently grabs her shoulders. Jade, it's okay. I'm okay. Nothing happened. You're having a panic attack. Briefly, Jade's eyes meet Kate's. Kate's? <laughs> what the fuck? Kate. Jade's eyes meet Kit's, still unfocused. She's vibrating, shaking her head. Kit's cheeks are wet, she realizes. It's okay, Kit croaks. 
feeling completely out of her depth. She braces one hand against Jade's neck, the other at her jaw, trying to stop her head. Her words don't seem to be helping, reassuring Jade that she escaped unharmed, and impulsively, Kit leans forward and presses her lips to Jade's. Her shaking stops a moment later, exchanged for her lips pressing back against Kit's. This is literally the scene from Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah. I love how now I'm referring to it as the, the, like the movie. In Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah, was it Part 1? Wait, what was what Part 1? That's Part 2, isn't it? Wait... It's part two. Yeah, because they don't they get they get him back at the end of part one. Yeah, the first one so, ends. So yeah, part where, two, my yeah, bad. The my first bad. one ends when he, he just choked her and then she goes into to, Yeah. It ends with her staring at him in the hospital bed and he's like CGI and he's like <laughs> Yeah, CGI flailing <laughs> in the bed. Oh my god, it looked so bad. Okay. Um yeah, it's like that scene, like she's having a panic attack, he, she's like freaking out and Kit's like, Let me kiss this bitch into reality. So she's the shaking stops, like literally it works. And then uh Kit's having a memory. A dark basement, strobing lights, sweat-soaked skin, a remix of a Taylor Swift song, her fingers tangling in curls. Kit gasps against Jade's lips, but Jade doesn't seem to notice. She continues to kiss with fervent energy, as if she's afraid it isn't real, and if she were to stop, Kit would disappear. Arms tug Kit closer, as if Jade needs to feel all of Kit. Kit tries to lean back, but Jade has a vice grip on the front of her shirt. Jade, Kit manages to say, finally pulling her lips off Jade's. It's okay, I'm here. She presses their foreheads together. I'm not going anywhere. She sits there, embracing Jade. She's not even sure for how long. She whispers platitudes into the girl's braided hair. Kit's mouth remains focused on reassuring Jade that they're both okay. Kit's brain, though, moves a mile a minute, trying to process. Kit knows that there are things she's remembered. Muscle memory and lyrics to music. But nothing like this has happened yet. A memory, a full memory, once forgotten, has returned to her. Their first kiss. It proves something that Kit has barely d dared to hope in over a year. It proves that they aren't gone, her memories. They aren't erased, merely locked away. And all Kit has to do is find the key. Oh my god. <laughs> is she going to find the key? What do you think, Mariah? Yeah. <laughs> four months ago, now we're flashing back four months ago. Eric meets Jade for coffee the week before the one-year anniversary of Kit's accident. I stopped by Armorium the other day, he says. It looked pretty packed. An influencer posted about us on TikTok. We've seen a couple of waves like that recently, Jade explains, blowing on her cappuccino. One of these days, you'll teach me how to swashbuckle. And that, Jade says, is exactly why it'll never happen. They both laugh until, an until a tense quiet falls over them. Usually, they're able to talk about everything and nothing for hours on end. They've managed to reach a point in their friendship where they don't need Kit or the idea of Kit to bridge them. Jade knows how much about Eric's sex knows much about Eric's sex life, for example. Today, though, the anniversary hangs heavy above them. And will it fall and slice them? <laughs> Why is everything hanging heavy above them? <laughs> How are you feeling, Eric says. I know, I'm, I'm so clever for that one. How are you feeling, Eric says, addressing the elephant in the room. It'll be a year. A year without her, Jade nods. Eric watches as Jade blinks several times quickly, clearly trying to, stay, to stave off tears. I've, she pauses, the British accent's back. Eric wonders if she's gauging how honest she should be with him. To be honest, I'm really fucking depressed. <laughs> I really cannot do a British accent. I was doing okay no, for a while. Fine. You sound like her. But my therapist says it's because of the trauma anniversary. She gave it that fancy name and everything. She says there's a good chance there these waves will persist. Now I'm starting to sound, just sound slightly Irish there. <laughs> but that, but that I'll start to feel sure, better again like, after the anniversary. Like, Jade the is she's British, Irish, American. So <laughs> yeah, my Irish ancestry. They you coming coming close to their their geographical <laughs> location. Location. No, like, they feel me speaking the. Closer. They feel me speaking the oh, yeah, dialect of the colonizer. Yes, and, and they're like, like no. no, come this way. Gaelic, Gaelic, Gaelic. Gaelic, Gaelic, Gaelic. I, that'd be so cool if I could, like, speak Gaelic, you know? Lost languages, man. I wish we okay. were, like, 100% Irish, you know? That'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> I, just, I, I wish just, I lived in I Ireland. I admire Irish people so much, like, that's um, so cool. Except, I think it's still illegal. Um, I feel like Irish people are, Ireland. like, the coolest white, white people. The coolest white people? Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> they win the race. They like, win the race. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a trophy. That's the coolest <laughs> white people on it. What oh the fuck? Gosh. Wait, it's a, wait, what? In Ireland? It, it was at least in the past. I think it might oh, still be. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, that's their one flaw, you know? Yeah. 
Where was she? She says she'll start to feel better again after the anniversary. Or she thinks she will because it's coming in waves or whatever. That's good, right? In theory, Jade shrugs. She gnaws at the dead skin on her bottom lip. And sure, maybe that's true. And maybe this first one is just bound to be the hardest. But it's the idea of forever. When it was with Kit, the idea of forever was the best thing I could think of. But now, without her, it really fucking sucks. And I'm struggling to see how how to keep doing this forever without an end in sight. Kit is the love of my life, and she's gone from it forever. And if she's gone from it forever, then what's the point? Eric reaches across the table and rests a hand on Jade's wrist. He doesn't know what words to say. He knows that there are no words he really can say. None that will help. I love how this is, like, actually Eric's point of view. But Jade's words unsettle him. There's an honesty to them that Jade hasn't yet shared with him, despite their friendship. For nearly a year, he sat by Kit's side, waiting to see that shell of a body fill out with the mischievous, annoying, impulsive twin he's always known. Instead, she's reluctantly followed their mother's directions at every turn. Sure, on more than one occasion, she's pushed back, but only ever when it came to trying to learn more about her missing years. Would you be sad if this happened to me? Would I be sad <laughs> if you were shell of yourself and couldn't remember five years of her life and lost, lost the love of your life because of it? Yeah. Yes, I would be heartbroken. I would be getting coffee with Jay, and I would be I would be the one sobbing inconsolable. Wait, that would be the exact timeline I think with Jay. Because I think we started. Because you guys have been ago. you guys have been together together for like five years, yeah. So you need to get amnesia right now for me to understand how Jade and Eric are feeling. <laughs> I'd be I would be the Eric in this. Situation. And then I can understand how Kit feels. Yeah, and then Jay, well, I'll understand how Jay feels. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Jay will understand how Jade feels. I know their names are too similar. What the hell? And they're both redheads. They're both freckly redheads. And I'm a brunette. Except I don't have blue eyes. Yeah, you failed in that department. But doesn't <laughs> but doesn't Eric have, like, dirty blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah, Eric is like me. Except for I'm not a himbo. <laughs> and I'm literally a lesbian. But, but like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're just, this, guys, basically, our lives are just like this. But theirs. at the same time, I feel like between Eric and, and Kit, though, I feel like... I'm more the Eric, you're more the Kit. Okay. Because I feel like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because we're not really anything like them. So <laughs> just, yeah, I'm really nothing like Kit. just kind of Mariah and I always talk about, like, who we're most like in the cast, like, who we would hang out with. And then the cast and, like, the, the characters. And, like, Graydon. I would be besties with Laura and Graydon. I'd be playing the flute with, with Graydon. Laura and Graydon are just so, like... They're so... Like, I'm very much more so of an Laura Graydon and type. Silly. And I would have been scared as fuck of Kit because she's mean. I yeah, don't like mean I people. <laughs> I've been scared of her. I do like Kit. I love yeah. Kit as a character. I defend her to the end. I'm a Kit defender and apologist for sure. But she's kind of scary. I would have been intimidated by Jade, but I think I would have wanted to be her friend. Oh, I would have been like in love with Jade. <laughs> like for real. Okay, anyway. Um, I should have thought she was too cool to be her. It's the only thing she pushes for, the thing being her five years of memories. And even then, it's half-hearted at best. Kit, a shell of her former self. Jade, struggling to make it through each day. We fucked up, he realizes. The lives his sisters are living can hardly be considered living. Not without one another. Again, I think it's so weird, our culture about, like, like Jade's my sister, but, like, so is Kit, and, like, they're married to each other. Like, they're my sisters. Why are your sisters together? <laughs> I just think it's such a weird language thing. It's such a weird language thing to me. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Um, it's just, like, they become... I'm getting stuck on that all of a sudden. Family or whatever. Uh, he hugs Jade when she leaves. She's out the door before he realizes that she left her armorium sweatshirt behind. Eric pulls out his phone to text her, only to stop himself. A plan unfolding quickly in his head. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how he got the sweatshirt, and that's, that's how this happened. So instead of returning to his apartment, he goes to his mom's apartment. When he confirms that Kit is in the living room, mindlessly going to grasp at a necklace that isn't there, he sneaks into her room and tucks the sweatshirt in a spot that he's sure she'll find it. Being the catalyst for this whole drama. Kit seems to tiptoe around Jade the entire afternoon following her panic attack. When Scorpia offers to take on the rest of Jade's clients for the afternoon, Kit brings Jade upstairs and frets about her. But Jade catches Kit looking at her more than once with a look that Jade can't read. There's an element of curiosity to it, but also something else that Jade can't quite place. Scorpia drops off dinner and says Borman made too much by accident. Jade doesn't believe it, but that's okay. The chili is tasty. Jade and Kit sit and watch When Harry Met Sally, and Kit spends the entire movie playing with Jade's hand. She runs her fingers over Jade's palm, tracing every line in each knuckle on her fingers. Jade wants to ask what she's doing, but she doesn't want Kit to stop either. She never wants Kit to stop, never wants her to be more than an inch away from her ever again. The movie ends and they start their bedtime routine. Jade puts away the cups that seem to, get, to have gathered all over the apartment. 
in parentheses, Kit, <laughs> while Kit washes her face and brushes her teeth first. Next, Jade washes up in the bathroom while Kit fills water bottles for each of them. Once she brushes her teeth, Jade starts to pull out the blankets she's been using on the couch. Hey, Kit says. She startles Jade by putting a hand on her shoulder. You've had an eventful day. She drops her hand down Jade's arm and grasps her hand. I'm not going to make you sleep on the couch. Jade blinks at Kit, taking a minute to understand exactly what Kit is saying. She opens her mouth to refuse, but Kit pulls her toward the bedroom. They are, alre- they are each already in sleep clothes. Jade in her tank and shorts, Jade's necklace tucked between her breasts, Kit in an oversized t-shirt that Jade is sure Kit has nothing on underneath other than underwear. <laughs> when the necklace is tucked between your breasts. What the hell? <laughs> I love that detail. Kit pulls Jade onto the bed. They sit there, cross-legged and facing each other. So, we should talk about it, Kit says, bringing up the elephant in the room for the first time all evening. Jade shudders involuntarily as she remembers the events of earlier that day. The rumbling, the swords falling, Kit ducking out of the way, unscathed. Then, the absolute fear, the panic that took control of her body. No other panic attack had felt so intense, so terrifying. Then, suddenly, Kit was holding her, kissing her. Jade had fallen into Kit's lips, and as soon as it started, it was over. But Kit had kept her arms around Jade and had reassured her that she wasn't going anywhere. Never had Jade felt so safe, so secure, as she had under Kit's touch. The panic attack, Jade says, at the same time Kit says. The kiss. They both blush. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to tell me what happened to me? Kit asks, cautious. I'll tell you everything about everything, Jade says. But I wasn't there for the accident. It really, it really needs to be Alora who tells you. Alora? She was there. Oh, I didn't know that. There's a moment of quiet before Kit starts to change the direction of the conversation. I really don't want to talk about my accident before bed anyway. Jade watches as Kit's eyes drift down to her lips, and she licks her own. She knows that look. (laughs) Kit, Jade says, causing Kit to look up at her eyes. Jade wants Kit's lips on hers again. She knows Kit wants it too. So, she continues. In about ten seconds, I'm going to kiss you. So, if you don't want that. Yes, I would. Kit starts sputtering. I mean, I would be very into that. Are you sure? Jade asks. Because if I do, I may never stop. <laughs> it's like we're watching the show or something. I know. <laughs> also, Mar- I think we need to be prepared because, Mariah, you're about to have to bleep out some words. <laughs> I think you're about to have to do some bleeping out here. Yeah, I suppose there's only one... Part. That makes editing fun. I know. <laughs> there's, I suppose there's only one way to find out, Kit says. Then she lunges forward, meeting Jade with an intensity that Jade immediately matches. There's no troll to interrupt them. It's so amazing. It's different from the kiss they shared earlier that day the one that had start, started as a way to calm Jade. It had only grown with intensity as Jade had lashed onto Kit. This kiss is fueled by desire. Neither one of them has tears falling silently down their cheeks. Damn. For once, they're not crying. You're like having they sex just want to fuck. Like, you're like having sex while crying. <laughs> is that, don't people do that like all the time? No, I mean... <laughs> no, no, I'm literally being like, isn't that like... People are always crying while having sex. But no, actually, it is pretty common. People cry during sex or like at, right after sex, I know, I've heard. What? Anyway. Yeah, a lot of people cry right after having sex. It's like, they'll do it. some people like every single time they cry right after having sex. Is it because like trauma or like it's just a I mean, It's just a release, I guess. I don't know. Some people like, I've heard people say like, it like makes them, it's like a good thing for them. Like they like, they don't really, you know. They're like, anyway. man, that was so good. I just want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you so much. Okay, Kit opens her mouth and starts an exploratory darts an exploratory tongue out. Jade welcomes the deepening of the kiss. Jade's hands tongue. move in instinct, pressing under the hem of Kit's shirt. One of her hands, if my luck right now, Jade's about to walk, burst in any second now. One of her hands rests on the soft expanse <laughs> of Kit's ribs, the other at her hip, thumb at the space between her thigh and hip. Kit pauses at the hem of Jade's high tank top as Jade's thumb shifts beneath the elastic of Kit's underwear, finding that little divot at her hip on instinct. But the soft flesh immediately makes Jade draw back, pulling away quickly. I'm sorry, she mutters. We should stop before we... Before we what? Kit asks, her gaze unfocused. Before we go any further. Why? <laughs> her blue eyes are sharp now, and they're on Jade. Do you not want this? What? Of course I do. <laughs> Why did I read it like that? What? Of course I do. <laughs> it almost sounded like you gave Kit a British accent, and then... <laughs> did I? Do you not want this? Do you not want this? <laughs> what? <laughs> of course I do. Then why are you trying to stop it? What is it? Is it the way I look now? Do you think I'm too fragile or something? Yeah, she's like, am I ugly now? (laughs) No. Jade reaches out and kisses Kit softly. Trust me, I want you. But we shouldn't. Why not? Because you'll... 
You asked for my consent before kissing me, and that's great, and I gave it to you. But the thing is, if there's any chance of this, of us working out, you need to let me make my own decisions and trust that I know what's best for me and my body. She's right, Jade realizes. For over a year now, Kit has had doctors, her mother, her friends, and family, and Jade even, making decisions for Kit, often without her even knowing it. Kit has had so little agency, and Jade won't keep her from it anymore. Not when Kit, her Kit, thrives on impulsivity and making decisions that only she could make. Okay, Jade says. A simple one-word answer. Okay? Yes, Jade nods. I want this. I want you. And I want you to decide what happens next. Kit looks at Jade as if she's waiting for a catch. I'm sorry, I'm just, I, I cannot stand hearing myself attempt a British accent. Kit looks at Jade as if she's waiting for a catch or for Jade to go back on her word. But Jade gives the other girl a firm nod. She trusts Kit. Trust her implicitly, completely, and forever. Amen. I want... <laughs> Amen. And forever. Amen. Okay, I want... <laughs> Kit presses a kiss to Jade's jaw. I want to see you, all of you. Oh, no. They're about to, to be naked. I want to see your boob back. <laughs> boob <butt laughs> and your pussy. That's how, I, that's, just how, that's how people should start saying it when you want, you know. Just, Wait. Can I see your boob butt back? Booba back belly. <laughs> <laughs> Jade immediately feels warmth spreading down her belly. She lets Kit pull oh. her shirt off first. The brunette doesn't stop there, though. She immediately starts to pull off the elastic of Jade's shorts, only briefly stopping to look at her to make sure Jade was okay with being naked in front of her. Jade wants nothing more, not just physically, but completely. She wants nothing between them anymore. And in a moment, so Jade's bad. skin is laid bare, naked except for the Jade stone necklace, the promise she still needs to share. Jade looks to Kit and finds her unabashedly staring at Jade's body, taking it all in. She blushes under Kit's gaze, her blue eyes alight with awe. It was new, Jade realized, a look she's never seen from Kit. Kit was looking at her as if she was the most beautiful person in the world, but also as if Kit didn't feel like it was real. As if she was seeing Jade like this for the first time, which, in some ways, she was. Jade feels herself blush under the intensity of it, but she stays still, letting Kit guide what would happen next. Kit braces one hand under Jade's thigh, then reaches her fingers out, lightly dancing them down Jade's clavicle, down her sternum, between the valley of her breasts, What's gently caressing the ne necklace. What's the clavicle? It's like... What's your sternum? Um, your collarbone? Wait, I don't know what clavicle. the clavicle is. I don't know. You're also making me question Somebody it. Somebody tell me what the clavicle is, quick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it just means like this, this part here where your collarbones, both your collarbones are meeting at your neck. Clavicle right here. I'm, Maybe so, I'm, wrong. I'm so queasy about the chest area, like a right above the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the yeah, area. yeah. Oh, it, mine is hurting just thinking about it. Okay, she's caressing the necklace and down to her stomach. Jade lets out a shiver, but Kit remains entranced, her eyes following her hand with an intense curiosity. Her hand traces its way back up and up until it filters, flitters, not filters, <laughs> until it flitters across Jade's <laughs> causing them both to let out soft gasps. <laughs> It isn't until Kit brushes her thumb over Jade's nipple that their eyes meet again. What once was blue has grown dark, pupils blown. Kit, Jade says. The word comes out breathy, desperate. You are so fucking gorgeous. That's Kit speaking. Jade has no words at this moment. Instead, she pulls Kit in for a searing kiss <laughs> that deepens as soon as it starts. Kit's hands leave trails of fire down her body as they explore newly exposed skin. Why am I sitting here reading smut? Like, what's hap- I, I, I'm having one of those moments again. I'm just sitting here recording myself read smut. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. Y'all aren't paying for this? <laughs> I should just like to read Wait. it in the most sultry voice I possibly can. Are you going associating our voices with this? Let me read it. Let me read it in a sultry voice. It's no, Kit who not. pulls away first, trading Jade's lips for her shoulders, <laughs> tasting her freckles in wonder. Tasting her freckles <laughs> in wonder. Tasting her freckles in wonder. But that's the thing. She pushes. It's a, shut the fuck up. No, I don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> we I were just establishing that. that your partner has a lot of freckles, and now you're no, like, no, 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 yeah, no, no. it's a thing. No, 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 no I'm saying. I'm saying it's funny because we talk about the freckle smell. Yeah. So it's just the same. The kind freckle of smell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's this long running joke in my family that I smell like freckles, and I'm not gonna explain that. Okay, <laughs> so and you all don't need to know about my trauma, no? <laughs> the way I was bullied. Uh, she pushes Jade backward and shits her with, which does wonders for the. That is such a funny way to put it. Bleepity it does bleep. wonders for the. Bleepity bleep. <laughs> the redhead props herself on her elbows to watch as Kit's tongue paints the canvas of her skin. Hands grasp at Jade's ass. Fingers trail the insides of her thighs, and Jade's legs 
a single finger elicits from Jade that Kit reacts to by once again Kit with the like in turn <laughs> Kit almost stops almost immediately realizing what she's doing it's okay Jade reassures her you can Kit doesn't shift her hips again instead Holy fuck, Jade murmurs, head falling backwards. Kit withdraws the You know, I'm usually all for when you're in a teasing mood, babe, but I don't think I can last today. I haven't had in over a year, and I... Kit <laughs> She says... You got to bleep this one. Fuck me. Kit's lips are hot on Jade's neck, surely leaving marks. Then, at Jade's ear, Kit whispers, I want to <laughs> Jade all but melts. She places firm hands on Kit's shoulders and pushes her down with a word that's supposed to be please, but instead comes out as a garbled mess. Kip's lips fall right where Jade needs them with a, to, with a <laughs> of appreciation and a long <laughs> she <laughs> when Jade comes shortly after, it's messy and louder than Jade normally is. Jade's <laughs> body glistening with sweat. It takes her several long minutes to get her breathing under control, to get anything back under control. And it's only once her breathing is even that Jade pulls Kit towards her and It takes everything in Jade not to say the words, I love you. It wouldn't be fair to Kit for her to say them, as they might require a mirrored answer. That was... Jade trails off, unable to think of a word to describe the experience. Kit smiles her boyish, proud smile that Jade loves so much. In the haze of her post bliss, Jade only vaguely registers the fact that the same unknown look continues to live in Kit's gaze, the one that's almost scientific in nature. Jade snakes a hand up Kit's torso, then tugs at the shirt that creates a barrier between them. No, Kit shakes her head. What? This is what I wanted, Kit says. She did- Jade- You don't want me to- No, Kit, re Kit reiterates, then adds, Not yet. Not today. Okay. One word. A full sentence. Do you want me to go back to the couch? No. Kit shakes her head fiercely. I don't want that. I want you. Here. And Jade complies. She doesn't bother trying to find her clothes again, body still in a little bit of shock. So she tucks under the covers on her side of the bed, Kit on the other. Jade desperately wants to curl around Kit to feel her cover her body in her, but she doesn't know where the line is. The line that Kit has suddenly redrawn in a place Jade has yet to find. She leaves the ball in Kit's court. Jade thinks of all those nights, over 300 nights, where she curled into herself, wanting nothing more than to have Kit curled around her, or the other way around, to have a warm body instead of cold sheets to reach for in the dead of the night. And, after over a year of waiting, it comes. Kit scoots closer to her and spoons Jade's naked body with her own clothed one, and within minutes, soft snores fill the room. So yeah, that's the end of the chapter. I, I'm always, like, so shocked when that kind of thing happens, and when I, anything I'm reading, whether, like, they just, like, fuck and then go, like, straight to sleep naked, I'm like, I, you didn't, you don't want to go to the bathroom? You have to you go pee. Play? Yeah, don't you want to go take a piss? You have to Clean yourself least, up a little bit? You have to at least pee. At least you gotta pee, bitch. Come on. It's basic. Proper. It's basic hygiene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like, she just like went straight no, to sleep. No, she just wants to eat Went straight guy. to cuddling with Kit. And like, did Kit even wash her hands? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like... I'm like thinking about all that. I'm like, that's actually so I'm, I'm, I'm I would just... never be able to do that. That's all I'm saying. I would, no, I have yeah. to get up and wash my hands. After no, seriously, I I'm like so that. like, uh, germaphobe about it. I'm like, don't touch anything. Go wash your hands. <laughs> I'm like holding my hand. I'm like, <laughs> I wish you guys could see what I just did. The impression of it. Uh, <laughs> you get food on your hand and you're like, no, touch anything with it. And you go wash it. Same thing. Yeah. You get and you can't go wash it off. Hold on, babe. I got some on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, any th other thoughts on this chapter other than what the fuck? Why did they have that shit up on the wall? Um, <laughs> Kid just Jay for the first time in over a year. Um, they had their first kiss. Kit had her first memory flash. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like, that's the biggest thing, biggest takeaway from this chapter is Kit is, like, apparently discovering that she has the ability to regain her memories, and she's just, she's looking for the key, as she said. So we're like, oh, my God. Hope. <laughs> there is hope. And also, please do not put that shit back on the wall. Please. I'm begging you. Please, Tanthamore, please. If they do it again, I'm gonna have to get involved. <laughs> I might have to call somebody. I might have to. Cause what the I might have to show up to their gym and myself. Whose life are we trying to end here? 
It feels like they want, they're trying, it's like, it feels like it's supposed to be a trap for somebody else, but Kid Geass getting up there. Like, they're actually trying to kill somebody else, you know? <laughs> Guest email. Um, it was a good chapter. It was a good service for the people. A good service for the people. Yeah, I still ship them. It's amazing. I'm sure the horny side of the fandom loved it. What should I comment? <laughs> the horny side. Oh, uh, I'm going to probably comment, like, Please don't put that shit back up on the wall. Oh, my God. That's what I commented. Okay. And next time you guys will be seeing us, it'll be Tuesday, and we'll be doing Crossover Chaos. We'll have some more Geico Gecko from Mariah. And um, what's the other thing we're going to read, you think? Uh, maybe Heartstopper or maybe something else. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll read something gay for sure. Um, and, again, you guys can always give your feedback on that and, like, something you think you think you think we should read, like, fucking... T- whatever random bullshit well i'll read your stories again if you guys send stories for the prompt we do yeah mariah needs to post a google doc a google well, drive have, or whatever. i have a google doc google file. already what, a form what? google form that's it it's already on the twitter i just haven't reposted it yeah you need to repost it and then but of course always our dms and our email like those are always those inboxes are always open and um if you're listening to this once again and you're not following us fucking follow us because i have no job everywhere well, we're easy to find, and then follow, if you haven't already, follow Save Willow on Twitter. They finally surpassed 1,000 followers. We're so happy. Go follow Save Willow and support that mission. Hashtag Save Willow. Um, and not just Save Willow, but, like, you know, save the sapphics. Save the lesbians. I gotta, I gotta go eat a bagel. I don't know about you guys, but bagel with cream cheese, some strawberry cream cheese sounds real good about right about now. I bagel with cream cheese and salt, too. Mm, I still, oh, I still need to try mixing that with a little bit of salt and see how it tastes. I'm a big fan of the uh, sweet and savory flavor combination. That's right. I eat my pizza with pineapple. Sue me, bitch. <laughs> um, do you want to say goodbye with me? Yeah. Okay. To the okay, she was. Oh, I thought. Okay. To the.